South Africa. Or he uh, said he's in the on South. the way. Yeah, he's on his way to South Africa. Actually, he's at home probably. And then, well, what time is his like, flight? It's not until like I think ten forty. Okay, so he has to get there two hours before, and he's leaving from JFK, so he needs a little extra time. He should be on his way. So uh, shout out to all the South Africans out there. Charlemagne will be on his way out there to Johannesburg, all right? So show that guy a good time. Take him to the best restaurants. He's not going to go to any clubs, so don't worry about that. <laughs> show him the best shopping and take him all around South Africa. I love South Africa. He is not going to let anybody just take him all around. I mean, people, are, they'll take him there. They're, 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 the South Africans I know the people they from Johannesburg will. are so nice. <laughs> like I said, I go twice a year. I'm mad I couldn't go on this trip. Uh, it was kind of effed up how they did me, but it's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll go on the next one. Mm-hmm. So what's going on? What you do yesterday? Uh, yesterday? What did I do yesterday? It feels like it was so far away. I can't even remember. Did you put up a Christmas tree in your house yet? No, I'm not going to. You're not going to put up a tree at all? For me to just look at? Yes, you and your boyfriend. You cuddle around the tree and drink we, eggnog and we both do freaky stuff by the tree. We don't really care enough to do all, like put up a tree for that. Not at all? No. <laughs> Oh, goodness gracious. All right. Well. And my, you know what? In my appearance growing up, we didn't really... Okay, so you know my father is very cheap. You didn't have a tree as a kid? No. So what he would do is he would get the tree, but he would return it and get his money back. What do you mean? Like after Christmas, you could return the tree and get your money back? So he would get a fake tree, buy... No, it would be real. What do you mean? You can buy the... It used to, I don't know where he used to get it from, but you could buy the real tree, and then when you bring it back, they give you back your money. Why? Well, he said he didn't like the tree. The tree didn't work. Like, it's a Christmas. Are you going to keep it in the house? No, but you throw it out. You can't return no, the tree that you used. No, return it. Your pops is the cheapest person I know. Yeah, me no, too. No, no, he is the cheapest. Like, that My- is foul. Like, he really messed up your childhood. No, well, yeah. we, we had a tree. He just bought it back after. But you didn't go to Disney World? Mm-mm. You didn't see Lion King? Well, I wasn't a kid when Lion King came out. Well, still, you didn't do none, none of the stuff as a kid. Did you at least have toys and Barbie dolls? You didn't see Lion King as a kid. No, I didn't see Lion King as a kid. <laughs> that would have been impossible. My, my kids was kids. <laughs> but, but you had toys and things like that, right? Yes, I had toys. Yes, MV. Did he return your toys after every birthday? Like, he buys them for your but birthday? But i tell you what else my dad day? used to do. We would get um, Christmas, no, for Valentine's Day and for Easter. We couldn't celebrate on the day. We had to celebrate the day after because the candy would be half off. Yo, your pops is foul, yo. No, that's he's just, foul. He's just really cheap. Like, you know when you go, my dad <laughs> works at my of, uncle's well, office. My crazy. uncle's a dentist. And when Envy goes there, he would tell you how to get home without paying any tolls. He did. He definitely told but me But it's a longer ride. Yeah. I'm like, aren't you wasting gas? I don't have to pay extra in gas. But <laughs> he, he was like, yeah, but you pay no tolls. I'm like, all right. But he's extra Really? Cheap. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's, say, uh, let's get the show cracking. Yandy Smith will be joining us. Of course, she's from Love and Hip Hop New York. Yeah, they already have her on there beefing with Kimbella. Because mm-hmm. I guess they haven't been getting along 
what it looks like from the outside looking in for a while. So I'm sure she's going to talk about that. And recently, she has a foster child that she's been working on adopting. I never understood. Maybe you can help me out with this. Like when you watch Love and Hip Hop and you see people that's doing pretty good or, or decent. Why argue or why create beef on a show? It just makes it look why bad. Why do that in real life? People do that in real life, too. Right? I guess you're right. <laughs> but why even do it on the show? Is it to get more time on the show? Do they, you know, come to you more if you beef and you argue? Like, why? Like, it's just stupid to so me. So people like controversy. So they like to see somebody throw a drink, somebody slap somebody, somebody knocking along, somebody beef on social media. Then they could tune in and see what's going to happen. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, Yandy Smith will be joining sounds. us. And then we got front page news. What are we talking about? Well, for you guys, you might be able to have your own birth control options. Here's something else that you could be doing instead of using a condom. But remember, condoms prevent diseases. Okay, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Louisiana. Murder on the beat. Something for y'all to cut up to, you It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, tonight, Thursday night football, the Cowboys take on the Saints. Also, shout out to my son's uh, Pop Warner team, the Brick City Lions. They're heading out to Orlando for, like, the Pop Warner uh, championship game. So, congratulations, guys, and good luck. They're going for a week of games. So, my son's going to miss school for a week. So, I'm going to miss my little boy. Why boy he's going to miss school for Yeah, this? for a week. Yeah, this is, this is big. This is, like, championships. There's a lot of scouts there. It's just a lot of fun for all the, the kids out there. And these are teams all across the country. So, they're team one, and they are heading to... To Disney, so shout to the coaches, shout to all the players. Good luck, Mama's going with him. I ain't going, but Mama's going with him. So good luck. All right, now what else are we talking about? Easy. Well, let's talk about a male birth control gel. They're saying that could actually replace condoms, and you won't have to get a vasectomy anymore. Does it kill diseases too? No, uh, that's what I'm saying. You still got to use condoms. Oh. But this is for people in relationships, right? Mm. And they're saying this could be uh, very effective in preventing pregnancies. It's called NEST, Nest. So what they're saying is you apply it to your back and shoulders, and it absorbs through your skin, and it blocks the natural testosterone testosterone production in the testes. So that means your sperm production is very low or non-existent. What kind of long-term effects come with Yeah, that got to have something crazy. You put it on your back. That would be great, though, if a guy doesn't know that you don't want to have kids and then you rub that on. Like, let me give you a massage. And you rub it on his back so you you know you'll never get pregnant? But this is just another male contraceptive because men only have condoms and vasectomies. And pull out. So now they... Yeah, I don't know how effective that I is. Didn't, it hasn't worked for me. I see. Yeah, five kids. All right, now authorities have seized $1.3 million worth of cocaine from a suitcase at JFK. Somebody did not claim that suitcase. You know I've been watching Narcos Mexico, so... Hell no. Yes, they're trying to figure out... Whose suitcase is this? It went unclaimed on a flight from Quito, Ecuador to New York City last week. Somebody probably was like, oh, I think they're on to me and just left it. Just left it there, yeah. Yeah, sounds like uh, somebody was about to get caught. All right, now, a Florida police chief has gotten three years in prison. Ramondo Atasiano, he was the former Biscayne Park police chief. He would direct his officers to frame innocent black men for unsolved burglaries. Is that crazy? So he, he said it was a lot of pressure for him. It was just too much. He said, when I took the job i was not prepared i made some very very bad decisions very bad oh yeah i feel like three years is not enough you know how many people probably went to jail for who knows how long absolutely because of this man, uh, framing them and ordering his uh workers to frame 
these innocent black men. He probably needed convictions and figured these would be, this would be the easy way to get convictions. African Americans would probably he felt felt like they would be convicted fast in court, and that's what he did, which is foul. He should definitely get more than three years. Try yeah, like that's, twenty. You're playing with people's. You should. They should combine all the time that everybody he framed got, and that should be the amount of years he P- gets. People are missing their families, missing Thanksgiving, missing Christmas, missing graduations, missing marriages, missing babies, all because this guy is trying to get convictions. Absolutely. And, and he was bragging about the 100% burglary clearance records at a village commission meeting and then a month later they find out that he's been telling the police officers to frame innocent black men and they saw that there were um, arrest affidavits and they all used similar vague language Goodness like gracious. it would be like oh the person broke into the home and there was a rear door pride open and they saw that on a uh, four arrest affidavits so they were like this is just too similar goodness gracious all right. All right. Well, that's your front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night, horrible morning, or maybe you want to spread some positivity. 800-585-1051. And don't forget, next hour, Yandy Smith from Love & Hip Hop New York will be joining us. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Can't pick up the mother, mother phone and die. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Yeah. Ashante. Good morning. Good morning. Good What's up, mama? Good morning. I'm so happy you're coming, but I'm going to just complain because I'm tired. Why are you tired, Ashanti? You and Ja Rule on tour. Y'all doing well, <laughs> sold out shows. I was like, what is Envy talking about? I'm so tired, too, but I've just been working a lot. Um, I've been in the same field for eight years. Traveled all through the states. I went to Tampa to help them this week, and it's cool. It looks good on your resume or whatever. But I'm tired. Like, Take a vacation. That sounds like you need a reset. <laughs> I'm off this weekend, but that's still not enough. Like, no, I'm you need a vacation. I know, and I'm in Because guess what? Your health is just as important as you making money. Yeah, take a couple days off. That's true. I mean, it sound good, y'all. It sound real good. Take a day off. Just go get a hotel room somewhere. Turn your phone off and just relax. And plus, you'll be a lot more productive once you get some rest. And like I said, you need that reset. People act like, I'll sleep when I die. I got to get this money. But you got to get this health, too. I used to say that. I, yeah. definitely, I definitely appreciate it. I understand it's good for your mental health, but... At the same time, ain't nobody going to pay these bills for me. I got you, so but you could take a day or two off. You could take a day or two off, though. True. I'm used to being on 10, though. My kids are straight. I got to get this check. I ain't mad at you. And I'm, I'm sure the, the kids would love to take some time off with you. Well, just take your time. Just take a day off, all right? All right, all right. Y'all have a blessed day. Thank you. You too. Get that money, boo. Cassandra, good morning. Yeah, good morning, DJ Envy. Uh-oh. How dare you shout out to Brick City Lion uh, football team and not mention the cheerleaders. And you know it's sad. Damn. So they had a nerve to clown cheerleaders when he, uh, when Angela E reported that the cheerleader from the 49ers took a knee. He said they don't matter. So for that, he needs to give us a donation. He also clowned us when you first congratulated us and said that we're not even a legitimate team. And we're not also our congressperson, our county executive, our two U.S. senators, and Mayor Rancho Rock. Nobody gave us a donation. We emailed our county executive twice. 
and he did not give us a donation for our cheerleaders. And we still struggling trying to get our cheerleaders down here. Put some respect on these cheerleaders. Sorry, Cassandra. Shout out to the Brook City cheerleaders. Them, those girls be out there in the cold, flipping. They be exactly. cheering, and they deserve exactly. the respect. And I respect them. And, and Evie's going to make a donation. I've, I've been donating. I've been trying to get them kids to go. If you know the calls I've been trying to make for the everybody. The cheerleaders? To everybody. Yeah, you, the yeah, whole so squad. Charlie, make the call to our county executives so because we emailed them twice. Make the, make the call to U.S. Senator Cory Booker and Menendez and Congressman Payne. And you said that Raz Baraka was supposed to get back at you. And he never got, and I was going to mention it to him when I saw him at the homeless coalition meeting. But since you said that you raised him to get back to you, I just left it alone. You should have you should have you should have pressed him because I pressed him. I pressed well, him. I, I pressed Kanye. I pressed Nike. I pressed Adidas. I pressed everybody. Did you help us? Did you the cheerleaders? Okay, just help our football team for those our boys. We love them. But you gotta talk about our cheerleaders too, uh, DJ M, because that's not right. Well, the boys and the cheerleaders, we're trying to get everybody out there. I right? I came up with some money too, so don't you don't you start, Cassandra. I'm trying to get everybody there, but you're right because the cheerleaders need as much love as the football players. I've never heard you shout them out. I'm shouting them yeah. out now. I've never. This is the don't first have Cassandra time. beat me up now. Thanks, thanks so much, E. <laughs> Cassandra, thank you. You going? Are you going to Orlando? Yes, I'm going. We leave it Sunday. If All you right. make that call, she's going. I'm trying to make as many calls. Make look- those calls. We need that money. <laughs> All right. You look out for little Logie because I ain't gonna be yes. there. You hold him down. Um, of course. All right. Thank you, Cassandra. All right. Thanks, DJ. <laughs> I tell you, Newark don't play. Them parents don't play. Shout to the Brick City Lions. A good luck out in Orlando. Shout to the players and the cheerleaders. Right. They work together. <laughs> yes, they work together. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, yo, man, it's Drake Q. Drake Q, what's up? Get it off your chest, bro. What's happening? Oh, first and foremost, what's up, y'all? What's, what's up, bro? What's up? Hey, Yeezy, beautiful. What's up, handsome? Hey, man. I just want to mm-hmm. say, man, on live radio, man, God is a, amazing. God is love. God is good. And I am blessed to be alive and to just live my life, man. Absolutely. Right, that's a nice feeling on a Thursday. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. You know, one day from the weekend, you know, time to turn up. Okay, all right. Well, thank you, brother. You know, let me. Sh- I want to shout out a couple people. I know this is where you tell them you're mad. I just want to say thank you to Fashion Nova. Thank you to the Detox Now, uh, Jesse, and thank you to everybody that supported me. I'll tell you a story about a, a, a lady who her house burned down and she had nothing, and I took her and her kids shopping. Fashion Nova heard the story, and they gave her and her kids clothes. Jesse uh, gave money to support, and I just want to say thank you. That's what the holiday season is about. That's dope. It's supporting. So to the young lady, uh, her name is Priscilla. She's looking for a job now, so anybody you know needs somebody to work. She's about 33 years old. She has three kids. She's very, very good, and she lost her job. But we're trying to help her out. That's what the holiday season is about. And you guys help. So I just want to say thank you. Spanky! Hey, hello, who am I speaking with? Who'd you call? Envy? Yes. Huh? Who'd you hey, call? Good morning, Breakfast Club. Good morning. I, What's the matter, Spanky? I had, a, I had a little chip in my windshield like the size of a cuticle. Uh-oh. I put the heat on, and now it's cracked all the way across. Damn. What can you do about when you get a little crack like that? Well, when you get a little crack, you're supposed to call immediately, and they can you. repair it. But if you don't call immediately, and it cracks all the way through, you got to replace it. You know how every culture has like a little, um, like a little thing to say to, you know, help, you know, cover something. Like if you have a hole in the radiator, you pour oatmeal and it'll stop it up. Yep. 
Well, my friend, my ex-girlfriend's brother, Puerto Rican, he told me, put a little piece of duct tape. It'll save it. It'll save it. You know it what? Crack, and I saved it, and it didn't, it didn't work. Puerto Rican's going to put duct tape on everything. Look, duct tape does not work on everything. Generalize a whole group. Know. They do. You know he had sneakers held up with duct tape. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not lying. My, look. So Poli- now you have to replace Dude. the whole windshield? You, I have to go replace it tomorrow. Yeah, I can't drive. Because police will pick with me. Black people want to put Macaricom on everything, and Puerto Ricans want to put duct tape on everything. But duct tape can't—you can't tape your car together. Like you, you, you see somebody driving, and you see it with duct tape. It's usually a Puerto Rican. I do, and, and it's a little tiny piece of duct tape, but you can't even tell. And it didn't work. I'm so I'm, mad. It did work. I'm reading information on when you should repair it and when you got to replace it. I'm they sorry, Spanky. If the chip or I crack am. can be covered by a dollar bill, you can repair it. Right, but that's... Is I it, am she, going to Patterson tomorrow for 150 bucks. It's a Mustang convertible where normally it's like $400, so I'm going to get it done tomorrow. Do you need an apartment in Patterson? No. Envy has some for sale. Goodbye, <laughs> Spanky. Bye. Have a good day, y'all. <laughs> you Let's, too. Shout out to all of my Puerto Ricans. My wife wants to fix everything with duct tape. That's how I know that. Anyway, hello, who's this? Yeah, this is E Fresh from Boston. E, what's up, brother? I'm cool, but I'm cool. I just wanted, I just wanted to start off by, you know, spreading some positivity. Some what? Some what? You want to spread some what? Some positivity. Okay, okay. You said possibilities. <laughs> you said some possibilities. But, all right, but go ahead. I love you guys. I listen to y'all every morning, man. I just wanted to start off by saying, never stop. Keep pushing past your limits. And then I want to talk about myself real quick. You know, I'm hey. blessed. I started a new real estate tech job. And my photography business is doing great. I just wanted to spread that positivity your way. Yeah, and, <laughs> and feel free to follow me on Instagram at e underscore fresh underscore. He got money. Follow him. All right, brother. Thank you, man. Take care. Good luck with the photography business. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. We got rumors on the way, Ye? Yeah, let's get it off other people's chest. but tell you who is suing Showtime and why. And also, we'll talk about Meek Mill. He lost $100,000. We'll like, tell you what happened. All right. For the best deals, deals you've got to go to Saucy, saucy sweater. Tide knows clothes and stains just don't go together. Break them up with Tide, America's number one detergent. With ten times the cleaning power, if it's got to be clean, it's got to be Tide. What's up with the pony, Gus? My bank's having me ride it. Yeah, I think your bank's taking you for a ride. Yours doesn't? No, I got Simply Right checking from Santander Bank. Use the account once a month to waive the monthly fee. That's way better. (laughs) Sorry, pony. Respect adds up at SantanderBank.com. Black Friday may be over, but at the Home Depot, we're just... It's about time. What's going on? Yo! Rumor report, rumor report. This is the rumor report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, yesterday was Trey Song's birthday. Mm-hmm. And in addition to that, he put out two albums, 11 and 28, to celebrate that. So he had his birthday, but he gave us a present. He's 34 years old. Okay. And we have a couple of snippets for you. Now here's the song Shooting Shots featuring Ty Dolla Sign. Two hundred bands when I walked through. I double back when I saw you. I paid the way for your chauffeur. We set and goes for the culture. She said I had a friend. I ain't even know it. I'm fucking with you now. Guess she wants to blow it. You know the real me. It's more than feeling. Give me that energy tonight. I'm doing 
Lane. It sounds like he samples uh, Missy. Can we get freaky tonight? I saw you over there getting freaky. Listen, right. okay. oh, you like that? Well, here he is with his boy Fab and Chris Brown, his other boy, and the song's called Don't Say Ish. Listen to the first song on 11. That song's called Drugs, and he samples Jodeci, Fiendin, Like, Oh, really? Yeah. So I was just listening to it on the way to work because I didn't know he was going to surprisingly drop these albums yesterday. So we got to catch up on That's that. That's a lot of music. How many How many, How many? many songs are on, on each album? Do you know? Um, I don't know. I think there's songs. 10 songs on 11. Okay. Don't quote me, but I believe there's 10. Yeah, there's 10 songs. That I, it's 38 minutes. So that one's pretty quick. Okay. And um, 28, I didn't get a chance to hear yet. All right. All right, so shout out to Trey Songs and happy birthday. Mm-hmm. Now, Bobby Brown is suing Showtime and BBC over the Whitney Houston documentary. And that's because he says there was previously unseen footage that he never gave his approval of that both uh, Bobby Brown and his late daughter, Bobby Christina Brown, never consented to have released. So. I thought with the documentaries, I thought that, that was the whole idea. They could just put things out and they, they didn't need clearance. I don't think you can be on something in a documentary of footage that you've never given your authorization. Oh, of yourself. Yeah. Okay, so they could have played it over, but but the fact that it was actually him in in that video, he can sue? It's unauthorized footage, so it has images of his other kids in there and minor children that he never consented to have his kids appear in the movie uh, Cannot Be Me, and his children never consented as well. I always thought that they shouldn't be allowed to do those documentaries. You shouldn't be able to just do a documentary on my life if I'm not involved with it. It That's all the time. And People I think write it's wrong. books about you I think and it's wrong. That's foul. But if they're giving false information, then you could sue mm. for defamation, mm. libel, slander. Okay. All right. Meek Mill talks about losing $100,000 to Drake in ping pong. Now, his album comes out this Friday. He hasn't <laughs> been up here. making a lot of money. If you could play with, with ping pong for $100,000. I feel like I would have won if that was me because I'm great at ping pong. Are you good at ping pong? I can't play ping pong for nada. Right. Oh, well, we should play for $100,000. Hell no. <laughs> so I think that's pretty interesting. It's great that they could go from beefing the way that they did to actually playing ping pong together. And <laughs> it sucks that Meek lost in that. Yeah, they were, <laughs> I, I, heard, I heard an interview yesterday. That he was saying that they were friends before this. So the fact that they're able to be friends again is a great thing and they're able to do music with each other. I think that's dope. I think they're both dope. I think they both get busy. And, and the fact that they can get over that little BS and start making music together, I think it's best for the culture. And he also talks about how the beef that he had with Drake was a very uh, rough time in his life. He said, I was going through ish at the same time. I was caught up. I was getting high, going through media, public breakups. I've got the biggest rap beef going on and a lot of people not in my favor. So I'm not even a good place. He said, I had to revamp myself and just get to the money. All right. He's doing a lot of radio stops. I, I, I didn't see the Breakfast Club or any of those stops, mate. Mm. Well, hit him up. Ain't that your boy? Yeah. All right. Now, we heard about these break-ins, right, in L.A. Uh, Everybody was targeting all these celebrities who was doing it. Well, they have said that they've uh, arrested four people in connection to that crime wave. If you guys remember, Rihanna's house got broken into. Uh LeBron James, they were targeting Viola Davis. Well, now they say that there are seven new men, in addition to those uh, four suspects originally, all between the ages of 18 and 25, that have been arrested and charged with various crimes. I'm glad they got caught. They said the charges include everything from criminal street gang conspiracy to first-degree residential burglary and home invasion robbery. They said that crew hit more than 24 different homes. 
That's a lot of work. That's a lot of work. But they had a, they got over uh, what a million dollars worth of stuff, and they had other people's names on the list. That is scary. yeah. They said they had their sights set on at least twelve more people. So that's twelve people who, thank goodness, these guys got arrested before that could even happen. They really should have got hurt. You you run up in somebody's crib, you should get hurt. You, there's no way you run up in somebody's crib, somebody should have a gun and really hurt your ass. Like you shouldn't. Mm. Now, they said the key to solving this case, a neighbor of NFL star dog. Robert Woods called the police to report a robbery at his house, and that's when they located the suspect, and they found other items connected to other high-profile cases uh, during that time. Because there's a lot of stuff that was taken. Like, you know, if my mom gave me a watch or my dad gave me something before he passed away, you steal that. You steal artifacts, things that are very, you know, close to my heart, and you just steal it like it's nothing. No, you should get shot in the, in the ass. Or even just being in someone's home and what kind of a violation is that? Absolutely. And, and then you start feeling very unsafe all the time. People move after things like that happen. That's why I got, they can't even be in the house. That's why I got two that big dogs. You. Yeah, yeah, somebody, yeah, somebody. When I was out of town, somebody rented. But that's why I got two big dogs. When I'm not there, those dogs. One roams the property. One is inside the house. So if you make it through the, the property and get in the house, you got another one. And they will not let go until I tell them to let go. And I'm not going to tell them to let go. All right. Well, there we go. There you have it. <laughs> uh, on that note, that's your rumor report. I'm Angela Yee. All right. Thank you, Missy. E. Now, when we come back, we got front page news. Now, also, Charlemagne is not here. He's in South Africa or he's on his way to South Africa. So during his donkey, we're going to let you give somebody donkey of the day. All right. So you can call up right now if you want. 800-585-1051. If you want to give somebody donkey, it could be your mama. It could be your baby mama, your baby daddy, your boss, your neighbor. It could be me. It could be Yee. It could be Charlemagne. If you want to give somebody donkey today, he's not here, so we're going to let you do it, all right? We'll do that in a little bit, and you can start calling now. And then we got front page news. What are we talking about, Yee? Uh, let's talk about romaine lettuce. There's been all this controversy over whether or not you can eat it. Well, we'll give you the update on whether or not you can have that Caesar salad. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hello. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now with Thursday night football. Tonight, the Cowboys take on the Saints. Also, shout out to the Brick City Lions, uh, my son's team in Newark, and the cheerleaders. They're heading out to Orlando, to Disney, for uh, the playoffs and championship games. So congratulations. I know a lot of them are leaving today. So good luck. They're going to be playing teams all across the country. So Congratulations and good luck to the team and the cheerleaders. All right, now what are we talking about, you? Well, people were very nervous to get those Caesar salads, which they love so much because they're saying romaine lettuce was not safe to eat because of an E. coli break breakout outbreak. Um, illnesses linked to that romaine lettuce. Well, now they are saying that only the California counties of Monterey, San Benito, San Luis Obispo, Santa Barbara, Santa Cruz, and Ventura are being investigated. So, based on this information, they're telling consumers if your romaine lettuce was harvested from those six California counties, don't eat it anywhere else. You should be fine. Yeah, because they're even sending emails from schools, like my kids' schools. They're saying that, you know, for the next couple of months, they will not have romaine lettuce just mm-hmm. in case they want to make sure nobody gets sick. So, People got sick in 12 different states, 43 different people. So if you don't know where your romaine lettuce is from, don't eat it either if you're not sure. Mm -hmm. And um, let's talk about this male gel, this male birth control gel. Now it's not just on us to make sure we don't get pregnant. You guys as well have that responsibility. You can rub this gel on your back and on your shoulders. It gets absorbed through your skin and that gel will block the natural testosterone production in the testes, which will reduce sperm production to low or non-existent levels. I don't know how I feel about that. You put a gel on my back, so that means it has to go in my bloodstream to go to my testicles? That's... What would our detox doctors say about that? They would say, hell Dr. no. Dr. 
to I'm Sue and Coach Jesse? They would say, hell no. Like, why would I put something on my back that goes into my system to kill my sperm? That just seems a little odd. Well, right now, researchers are enrolling about 420 couples to test the gel. And before this, they said for men, all you had for contraception was condoms or a vasectomy. Or the pull-out method. Or, yes, the very ineffective pull-out method. Didn't work for me. I got five kids. Definitely didn't work for me. And you can also, I guess, do the whole thing with the uh, timing. Like I, I tried that, too. That didn't work. I feel like you're always trying to have babies, though. I never heard of you trying not to. I mean, I don't mind. I mean, when have you ever really, for real, tried to focus on not making a baby? Never. So then why would you say it doesn't work for you? I mean, I've never it, tried to make we it just, work. We, I mean, we just, we're a married couple. We have sex. Like, if we have a baby, we're like, yes. Right, like, so you don't pull out? Uh, well... No, well, it depends. So what are you talking about? It depends where I want to shoot it. You like I don't want to I don't want to go in the vagina all the time. Never the mind. What? This is TMI. TMI. Did you just talk about Never mind. Wow. Never mind. Well, okay, uh, that's your friend. Is it Freaky Friday yet? <laughs> you asked. It's got very awkward. So I told you. Good morning, Gia. All right. Um, that's your front page news. All right. Now, when we come back from if Love... If you want evidence. <laughs> from Love and Hip Hop New York, Yandy will be joining us. We'll kick it with Yandy when we come back. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Hey, Yandy. Hey, hey. Yandy. Hey. hey, Yandy. What's happening? Good morning. Good morning. How you feeling? I'm blessed, black, and highly favored. That's a beautiful thing. We only see you loving hip hop time, so loving hip hop is back. You're not tired of Let, loving hip hop. No, yet? it doesn't have to be loving. You guys That's can invite me up. anytime. She yes. was supposed to be here earlier, and it turned out you were like in another continent. Loving hip hop yeah, wasn't I was in China. China. No, I was in Yandy China. Yeah, got a lot of other stuff going on. Exa- Thank you. You're not tired of loving hip hop yet, though. You want the truth? Yes. Sometimes I am. What is up with you and Kimbella? I feel like oh they're my goodness. pushing that storyline. And, story. and you know what? I hate that. Because mm-hmm, that's what I you see. Know, that's, that's my sister. And, um, she don't act like it. Right. And that's that's my issue. I hate that, you know, when the camera's cut on. Sometimes, Especially with me. I got beef I never knew I had. People I don't even yes. know. They don't like me for the mm-hmm. camera. And for me, it's just not that worth it's not It's not worth it for me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to come on TV when I got so much other stuff to talk about. To talk about a beef that I really don't have. You have beef with her? What happened? Why were y'all screaming at each other? What's I the problem? don't. That's and that's the issue. It, it's funny because I sit there and I look and I'm like, we family. We this is this is beyond TV. So I'm not gonna allow myself to disrespect you, your children, your mother, your your, your man, because you my sister. So when cameras get on certain people, when you're you know sometimes, and I'm not saying this just for Kim, but. Sometimes your economic status matters with how far you'll go. <laughs> Sometimes your your need to be famous right. will, will yeah, determine yeah. how far you'll go. So when you come to me with the, I'm like. So what was it about, though? What, what was the, ah, 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 but like, what happened? Why was she mad and upset? Um, it had I, to do with Jewel's, right? No, this time, they, she I, was mad that you, like, went to talk to him. And, so the true story behind it is... I worked with Jewels, you know, um, well, back then. I, you yeah. tried to book him up here a couple of times. Uh, yes, work with, tried to book him everywhere all the time. And um, he never shows up. Yes, he does. Never showed up here. Never uh, came up here. You got a hard <laughs> crowd. You got, especially you, you tough. You never showed up. You never came up here. But, um, with you know, it, it's it, there was a lot of interference in my business and the person was overlapping when I was, that was, he's my family, she's my family, and the world's, kept intertwining so on the show in the past couple of years you've seen us go head to head like about different things when it has to do with him and then I just got tired it, it felt like it was almost some mental abuse at that time when I'm in court in the middle of these situations between the two with no cameras 
and I just decided that I wanted a break. How do you handle falling out with a close friend and then like it's, it's like, like a break? It's like a bad breakup. It hurts. But you do it in real life months ago, probably. And then when the cameras start see, back, you gotta thing. replay no, it all that's over the thing. In real life, it was like an amicable. You know what, sis? I need a break. And um, that's what it was. It was just like I just needed a break. I took a break. I, I took a quick little break from Jewels, but then I had to get back to work. Um, so <laughs> we we made up quick because it was money to be had. Um, but with her, I, I felt like I love you too much to argue about where Jewels is, what he's doing. I don't want to do that anymore. So I just said, let me just take a break. And then I extended an olive branch for her birthday to say, sis, I love you. Um, Happy birthday. I miss you. You always hold a special in my heart. And she went crazy online. Yeah, I saw that. And that when I say that broke me to my... I was like, we don't do internet. I don't what do... What do you mean she went crazy? Like, you haven't called me. Um, She said you were like fake. She was like... Don't, but that's the thing. Oh, you wish the happy birthday online. I wish the happy birthday online. online. The because this is what we do. No, no, no. On Instagram. On okay, that's yeah, what we right. do. You know, your close friends you said. And I'm like, I know we haven't spoken. But even if I speak to you every day, if I don't, you're always going to be one of my best friends. I love you to death. And, oh, you haven't called. You could have sent me this. Don't be fake for the world to make the world think we're friends. I'm like, first of all, don't, the world don't care. We ain't Oprah and Stedman. The world don't care that much if we're friends or not. <laughs> but I felt like we don't do this online. Mm -hmm. we, we bigger than this. You're my sister. So that's when I was like, oh, I'm good. You that's know? a difficult situation to be in, though, because you're friends with her. You work with him. It's hard. And then how do you... And it's been that way for 10 years. Mm -hmm. And anytime her and I have ever had an issue, it's been that. Right. You know, and it's hard. You know, it's hard when you have someone that is involved and, and wants to know everything that's going on. And then you have somebody that's on the other side that just wants to work. You know, if I'm in a studio and it happens to be a girl there, it happens to be a girl there, so what? He's not interested, but if it if I'm posting and it looks crazy, I don't want to get a call that somebody's going. And I'm just like. Oh, like, who is that? Who in the studio with y'all? Whatever. That's girl code, though, right? You should do that because that was. But, I, but but it's it's business as well. Not a right. right. So, so as a manager, you're as working, a manager and somebody, and this is something that that I learned early on in management that I, I don't want to get close to girlfriends, wives, mm -hmm. because if you call my phone, oh, he's not picking up his phone in the hotel room, and I'm like, uh, well, I don't uh, know where he is. I don't I'm know where he here. is. You know, I'm here to work. After certain hours, I'm in my room. He's in his room. No, I'm not knocking on his doors. Don't ask me to knock on his door. I'm not doing that's all a that. Good, this is a good uh, debate. Yeah. What comes first, business or girl code? And that's And that's exactly where I felt like, you know what? Depends what came first. That is what came first, but that that's not how I felt. I started to really feel like, nah, this is my sister. I, if, if she's mad, I'm mad with her. And we might be working, and I'm like, nah, um, she's hurt. What's happening? And it started to, and even with my business with him, it just started to interfere. He'd be like, yo, Yandy, I'm not talking about that. We're here to do work. And I'm like, wait, I'm getting flipped on by him. Yeah, that's I'm a bad situation. I'm getting flipped on by I feel, her. I feel him, though. Like, you do your job. You my and, manager. And that's, and that's what, and that's that's what, what I, I heard. And that's what I heard. And I was like, you know what? And then when it got irate between me and him, and I heard one or two curse words, I don't do that well, I was like, oh, no, nah, you're not going to talk to me. Like, like, like I'm some chop liver on the side of the road. It's not going to happen. So what about when Juels is battling drugs? And if you're a manager and you're like, yo, Juels, you need to slow down on the drug use. He can't. He, he tells you mind your business. Yeah, where were you during that part? Because that affects the business. What if he tells you we, mind your business? He's never told me mind my business for that. Mm -hmm. And um, like I said, that's my family. We've had many family situations, me, him, Kim, his mom, dealing with different things. Mm -hmm. And because I, I stick to the sister code, the, the loyalty code, if that's not something he's spoken about yet, I'm not going to speak about it. I don't really know on the show how far he's going in the conversation. So I'll, He admitted he had a problem. 
He did yeah. say that. Yeah, so. I think he was lean or something. He said they were in therapy, and he did talk about being addicted to yeah. drugs. Oh, see, I haven't seen that, so mm-hmm. I wasn't going to sit up here and talk about things that he hasn't shared yet, but. You and Mona don't watch the edits together no more? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, this is getting no. good. Let's talk. Let's finish Jewels and go to Mona. No. But so you ever talked to you talked to Jewels and you told him, "Yo, chill out with we, the drugs." We've had we've had we've all had conversations. Like when you're trying to be productive and I want you to get in the studio, I want you to win, I want you to work, and you just you know somewhere else is hard. All right. When we come back, we got more with Yandy Smith. We'll find out about her relationship with Mona Scott. Are they still cool? You know she was Mona's assistant. So keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody is DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We have Yandy Smith from Love and Hip Hop New York in the building. Charlemagne. All right. Let's get to this. You hate Mona now. What happened? I don't hate Mona. What happened? Cause you made a face when I said. No, you Mona. asked me. Do me and Mona sit and watch, watch the, the edits? edits. Yeah. I made a face because I, I wish I could. I wish I could. She don't let you. Know I'm more? like, this is. We started this together. Mm-hmm. We were in the rooms. I'm like, Mona, I need your help with this show. Come on, let's do this. This is a this is a situation that we walked in the door together. So what happened? Um, first season, I was on the producing side. I, I guess I traded in my producer hat for a talent. talent. Jesus yeah. Christ, it was Andy. a bigger check. I was stupid. I was young. And I was stupid. I didn't have the proper guidance to sit me down and say, don't go for the bigger check. Go for ownership. Mona! For- Mona supposed to school you to that. Mona so was what, like, I'll take your part. <laughs> so who came up with the concept of Love and Hip Hop? I heard it well, was Jim. Originally, originally we had it. Jim and I came up with the concept. It was called Keeping Up with the Joneses. Mm-hmm. We pitched it to Jim Ackerman. He loved it. I got a development deal over at VH1. We started shooting it, and this was when life started happening with Jim. You know, the stuff happened with Max B. Mm-hmm. And Stack Bundles um, got killed. And Jim was like, I don't want these cameras while I'm going to Stack's funeral. I, want the grief, I don't right? want these cameras in my mm-hmm. face while I'm dealing with my artist. And they were like, okay, we're in a car. We need your mom here. We need Chrissy here. We need this. And he was like, no, this I'm not, not doing this. This is not what I signed up for. This is not, I'm, it's too intrusive. I'm not doing this. And um, I'm like, Mona. It was one of those dinners, tears in my eyes. I'm like, Mona, these people gave me all this money, and I don't want to lose my deal. My client don't want to do it no more. And, and I'm like, I need help. And she's like, well... I've been pitching this show about the women in hip-hop to, you know, this particular network. You know, maybe we can combine. And I was like, listen, maybe it, it can be but some way that... content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can be an ensemble cast, and, and but they got to be the main family. Mm-hmm. And she's like, let, let me see. Let me talk to the other people I have signed up for my show. And I got... I remember Missy was going on tour, and it was stay here, shoot the show, go on tour with Missy. She was going on tour for like three months, and I was like... I'm going to get this check. I need this check. And I was like, you know, with this, we weren't getting our pay, our checks until the episode cut. Mm. So I was like, let me go get this money with Missy. I know I'm going to still get my producer check over here. So that first season of the sh- of shooting, I came back the day Chrissy proposed to Jim. And I was like, this is amazing. This is great content. This show is beautiful. I was so happy. I felt like, but I had no idea what was shot. I had no idea, you know, what the storylines were because I was on tour. I remember the opening day, and we I watched it, and I was like, I don't see my name in the credit anywhere. Mm-mm. I was like, mm, okay. Oversight, mistake, okay, whatever. So the next season, I still got paid, whatever. Brushed it off, moved on next season. I think Mona and, and myself collectively felt like we wanted to show, the, the, the show was great, but we also wanted to show a woman that wasn't attached to necessarily a man in hip-hop that was also successful during her thing that kind of came up through, you know, but whatever. Still related to but still what was related going on. to what was going on. And we're looking, we're thinking like, oh, this person would be great. Angela Yee would be great. That yeah. person would be great. And Mona looks at me like, 
I think you would be great. I'm like, hell no, Mona. I was like, I don't dress right. I barely do my hair. I don't wear my, I don't wear makeup. I don't get my nails done. That's, I forgot Mona did hit me up and try to get me to do. Yeah. So what else? I want to get to the part where Mona finessed you out of the production credit. No, she, I don't think she finessed me. She this definitely was... finessed you. If that's your friend and you came to her with an idea, and then as things evolve and grow, she's supposed to school you to the other side of the game. Like, she's not supposed to let you get X out of production credits. I don't think so anyway. You don't think so either. You know, business happens. and Not, it shouldn't. If the story is true and that's your idea, it's a little... If that's well, your friend, I... I, I well, merged, you well merged it was, ideas. we merged ideas, mm-hmm. yeah. So what's your relationship now? Mona will always be, to me, someone that guided me in this business. I came green. I was 20 years old, and I was her assistant. I was cleaning her office. You know, shortly thereafter, I became her assistant. Then I became a manager. Then I was touring the world. I was on tour with Missy, Beyonce, um, all these amazing things I was able to do. What about now, girl. though? Do y'all follow each other on social media? We do. Okay. Yeah, Shut Mona up, is Mona Does is she family. like your post? Mona? Yes. When the last time she left a comment? Oh, my god! Did you send a happy Thanksgiving? We just did a huge turkey drive together there and we yeah. we were able to feed over a thousand families and we raised a bunch of money together but if you have another idea mona will be there for you to help you get your project through you trust her yeah um i, I do and i, and well, I go you to probably mona. also know a lot more about business and that's the thing now that's really i feel like is. her and i both i don't blame mona for that at all because i had a lawyer right i asked when my lawyer my music lawyer that i had asked for an executive producer credit VH1 said no. Well, see, you, was, you had a music I had a music attorney. TV stuff. That's not going TV. Dumb. I was young. I was 25. Right. True, Dumb. True. And now you've gotten so much experience, so now yeah. you know how to make it happen. Exactly. And you've been very successful nah, producing and You might only have yourself. one hit, and I'm not saying that foully. I but don't. I have several it, more yeah, coming. No, but you know what it is? It's like love and hip-hop is the gift that keeps on giving. And I'm sure Yanni does not feel like she isn't going to create other things. We did Icon of the Island. We did. We had a great show, and I'm a producer on that I show. I get what Envy's saying. <laughs> like, y'all, y'all, y'all can sit here and talk no, all that no, talk. No, no, no. But, yeah, I, but, but you like, can't like, cry ice, ice, baby. I don't feel like that at all. Because you know what? I feel like I'm okay with not being that attached. Okay. You know, it's because there's so much negative stigma that comes with this show. The love of hip-hop turned trashy. It, it does. Does. I, I think it's gotten but better the past couple years. This season looks like it's better. It's starting to get better. But it turned yeah, 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 trashy. Like it turned into but, a fight fest. It turned yeah, into disrespectful. It yeah. turned into a lot of people that weren't really connected to yeah. hip-hop. And just ended. And yeah. why are you on there arguing? Yeah. Who's arguing? Well, you don't see me well, arguing. Yeah, I know, but one-sided arguments. It, a lot of times, it's one-sided. I be sitting there like this, mm-hmm. and they, they always say, "You got the why you got the dumb face like you? Because I'm not going <laughs> to sit here, curse you out, right. go back and forth, do all this in your face. What is it going to do for all those little girls out there that's a part of my True. EGO PUT that's network, real. partners of lifting our daughters, when they see me cursing you out? Because I don't like that you spoke to me nasty. Right. That whole baby mama season, there were so many things that took me out of my character because I really can't play too much when it comes to kids. And my man, those things be like, mm, it was touchy for me. I get you. But every night I laid home, I laid down and I would be like, hurt not by them, hurt by me. Mm. I just wanted to off camera call them and be like, can we just get along? Can we just bring the kids back together? Can we like, but because it was TV and because I felt like, oh, you're going to record my conversation or you're going to post this on Instagram. I'm like, true. I'm not calling you. True. Right. And it. then I got to go on TV and I got to, I got to act like I hate you. I got it because when you come in the set. You know, everyone goes through, like, a prep. This is what's going to happen. This person's about to come and sit down with you. Right, and, and I'm like, so I'm already on guard, like, what they done told you. And they might be like, you know, in our last scene, this one said this about you. And now you're mad. Because- so I'm mad. Mm-hmm. I won't get mad. I'm like, well, I don't even know what they done told you. But I'm, like, ready for war. Like, what we gonna, what's, what's happening today? And then you'd be thinking, I don't want to look soft either, because they're going to oh, come Oh, no, but that, that this season here, mm-hmm. 
my new my new ish is I'm sitting there looking at you real dumb in the face. You clapping, you doing. Okay. Because you know what I got to think about now? I got a 16-year-old. Infinity. That watches this yep. show. All right, we got more with Yandy Smith from Love & Hip Hop when we come back. You know she's a foster mom, or she's about to be. We'll talk to her about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We have Yandy Smith still in the building from Love & Hip Hop. Yee. I damn near cried when I seen you do that mm-hmm. first post. You know, with yeah, your adopted yeah, yeah, daughter. Yeah. Well, I didn't adopt her yet. It's a process. But you're working on it. I'm working on it. Right now, I am in the process of becoming a foster mom. So there's, like, classes I'm taking and um, court once a month. They come to my house I would every think, month. I would think the way you're perceived on Love & Hip Hop could affect that. Or the way the so show far, is perceived. The, the way, so far, that hasn't come up, thank God. She comes home every day. Ma, I read this on social media, or I saw this, or what's going on with this? And, you know, she even asked me about Kim, and she's like, oh, we got a problem? I'm like, you don't have no problem. <laughs> you don't have no problem. That's, that's, you don't, you haven't met That's your auntie. You don't know it yet. Don't look at none of this TV thing, stuff and think that that's who she is. But you got to think to her, you saved her life, so she's going to she, she, she catch a bullet for you if she got no, to. No, I don't want to catch her no bullet. Not to have to no. do that. So you're not going to bring Infinity on the show, safe to say. She, let me tell you something. I begged her. She's like, no, I want to be an advocate for girls like me. She's doing a PSA right now. Tiffany Haddish, if you're listening, she wants you so bad on her PSA. She wanted to do this big commercial. And um, I actually, we had a conversation and I told her, I'm, even the day we were shooting, it was a situation that happened the first day. And I was like, this is not for you. I said, I don't want you mm. having to deal with public opinion and social media. And she's like, well, how else am I going to be an advocate for girls like me if no one knows my story? And I had to explain to her, like, there are cruel people out there in the world. And there's going to be somebody that's going to hate your hair, hate that your clothes are like Saying this. that it's a publicity stunt. Saying, oh, when I say that hurts me to my core, when people say that, like, this is not something that stops when the cameras stop. Just thinking about it makes me emotional. <laughs> because she has to see these comments. She has to read them. And I never want her to feel like I'm doing this. For a publicity or because of storyline. I make so much money outside of loving hip-hop. I don't need a storyline. And that's why I'm boring. That's why I don't fight. That's why I don't go and do all this extra stuff. But what you're doing is amazing, and it's going to encourage people to do the same thing. cut your eyebrows. And that's, you and that's what you want. You know, you want to encourage people to do what you're doing and help, you know? Before we go any further, get that booger left. Oh, bathroom. damn it. How's man DC doing? How's oh, doing? gosh, he's good. He's crazy. He's crazy. He was mad at me the other day because I posted a picture. He felt like I had too much shoulder showing. What? <laughs> <laughs> you got nice shoulders. So that's yeah, the type of stuff. You need something to beef about, though. You know, you need something to beef no, about. No, know he's Cover watching. That that's the type of stuff, like, I got I got problems with. Like, come on, on now. Nah, he, he don't know. He We we passed that. I don't hang up on him. <laughs> he don't hang up on me. We got past got? that. Um, we'll be home next year. Oh, oh. Right. Word, word. How long have you been down um, collectively, it's been almost five years, wow. but that's between Damn, both it's been times. That long time. Yeah, Flies. because my daughter, he left when Skylar was turning one. Skylar will be four in a few weeks. Wow. It's it's a drop in a bucket to a lifetime. You have you got to spend together, you know. So so yeah, you know, family is family, right. and I, I'm excited about this new part of my family. Um, Infinity's amazing. We we met each other like three four three years ago. Yeah, she was in seventh grade. She's in tenth grade now, and she was just so a part of my mentorship program. Mm-hmm. What made you want to adopt? Know. Like that's a big step, especially being that you. And of all the uh, young girls that you mentor, Infinity was the one. That well, you felt Infinity, like you... she just stood out. The crazy thing is, I didn't even know Infinity was a foster child. And um, one day she called me, 
after Black Girls Rock Camp, and um, I was like, nah, I'm coming to get you right now. I'm coming to get you. And I thought that was like a Thursday or Friday, and I was like, she stayed for the weekend. One day turned into three days, turned into five, then a week, two weeks. And I was like, wait, wait, wait. I got a call that from someone that told me, listen, this is illegal. Which so you halfway kidnapped her. Legally. That's exactly. Man, no, Legally, that's exactly. Yeah. They said I'm harboring a minor. Yeah. Yikes. I was like, and they was like, she needs to leave your house today. When And they looked up her name. They was like, oh, um, she is AWOL. And they're like, that meant a cop probably went out and they're looking for her. She's probably a missing person right now. I was like, what? And they was like, she got to she gotta go. You got to bring her to the, there's a group home here. Or you can bring her to this faucet. And I had the conversation with her. Lord, that was the most emotional, draining conversation I've ever had because I had to stare her in her face. And tell her that she got to leave or that you got to take her to some place that she doesn't want to go. And that girl telling me, you giving up on me like everybody else. And I was like, oh no, I can't. I got to figure this out. And then her lawyer gave us an emergency court date. So I went to court. They're like, listen, these are your options. You have to bring her back. You can make her a resident. Uh, uh, you can be a visiting resident for her up to 30 days. And then in that process, you can become a foster mother. So I'm going through the process. Right now, I am a visiting residential house for her, but they're allowing her to, to stay with me. It's amazing to me after they do the background checks and they see that somebody is able to care for a child, they still make it so oh difficult. Like, why wouldn't they, wouldn't this they want so that? This is so difficult. And I'm just like, you guys see that I have no history with children. I don't. I really don't mind you coming to my house whenever you do need that, to. They, they got to do that. But it's like, but, yeah, but once but, you do the background check and you also, see that stable and straight, but let me it tell be you cool. something. Any little thing, a paperwork glitch, a wrong name, she can be taken out my house mm -hmm. and move. So it's like every day, it's like she's living in fear, and that's not even healthy for a Ooh. child's development. No, 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 but for every no. million people that do crazy. good, there's that one person that has a bad intention, and they got to make sure that that one person does not hurt a child. So I understand why but, they go over and beyond. And you hear these cases all the time. And people will be like, well, how come nobody knew? How come nobody knew? But it's funny you but, say you know? that because even within, even with the one-month visit, when there is no structure and there's no relationship with these girls, you really don't know what's going on in that house. That's true. And it's more than just coming to a home visit for an hour. Who are you? Who are these young girls talking to? Who's an outlet so they can tell the truth about what's happening when the lights cut off? Because mm -hmm. so many of us don't know. We don't know those stories. We think, oh, she's out of you know, the home where it was pain. Now she's in a foster care. But a lot of times, these foster homes, it's not just one child. Right, there's other it's children one child. Here. It's a money factory mm -hmm. where these people are getting money and they put all these children with yep. all this trauma there's, in a household together. Yep. And you think that there's not going to be trauma within that house? Mm -hmm. So it's like, it, it's a system that needs a lot of work. She wants to to, to be that that advocate in a household where it's just like, yeah, just because I'm, I'm in foster care doesn't mean I'm safe. Right. Right. And, and, you know, I applaud Shed that. Shed some light on a broken system and let them know what can be improved on from somebody who's lived and is living exactly. through it. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, well, thank you so much, Thank, Andy. You, Andy. thank you guys Andy. for having me. I'm so mad y'all made me cry up here. Well, we love you it. Don't be asking questions we about things that it. matter to me. <laughs> we are so thank happy to have those tears. I appreciate right. you guys. It's the Breakfast Club. It's <laughs> Yanny. I was listening to Trey Song's album on my laptop. Oh, you I'm feeling like, sexy over there? I was like, what? I was like, why am I listening to Cardi B? It's Trey Songs. Y'all listening to Trey Song's album. Trey Song's album came out yesterday. He dropped a double album on his birthday. So happy birthday to Trey. I was trying to listen to the whole album. That's not gonna happen. Nah, it's got mad songs. But anyway, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Kevin Hart. It's this is the rumor report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. 
Well, remember we talked about how people were upset about Kevin Hart having a Cowboys and Indians theme party. Yes. For his son, uh, Kenzo, turning one. Well, he's on his Sirius XM show, Straight from the Heart, mm-hmm. and he talked about people who were offended. This is what he had to say. The reason why I'm even bringing this dumb up, because it shows just how stupid our world is becoming with opinion. People are at a point of an all-time high to throw racial judgment into the development of a one-year-old's birthday party. This isn't something that has just started. This isn't a racial slur. This is a game that's been played for years. I'm, I'm about to be 40 years old. I remember Already. at the age six, seven, playing these dumbass games. Yeah, playing cowboys and Indians. And I'm always confused with, with certain opinions and as well. And you dress up like a cowboy? Shut up. Because, you know, uh, even uh, when we had uh, Native Americans up here and they were talking about the, the garb that people wear and they said when people wear it, it's disrespectful. You're talking about our girl, Queen Yonasta. Yes. But then when I go to the mall, I see Native Americans actually selling the garb to people to wear. So I'm confused. If, if it's disrespectful to wear the garb, then why sell it to me? Hmm. You know, I'm, I'm confused. Same thing with the military. When, when the military gets mad and the vets get mad for people wearing the jackets and things like that, but they sell it at all the Army and Navy shops for people to wear. So I'd be confused sometimes with yeah, that just stuff. Just relax, Envy, all right? Don't do any of the, yeah. those things. <laughs> I'm not going to wear any garb, okay? Yeah, don't wear any garbs. All right. <laughs> all right, now let's discuss Meek Mill. Now, he was on Big Boy, and he talked about Takashi 69 And the reason I'm doing this story first, I'm going to tell you what Meek Mill had to say about Takashi, and then I'm going to tell you the update in Takashi's situation. Okay. I seen him one time, and I was like, yo, I want to holler at you real quick. He was like, all right, I'm going to holler at you in a second. And I was going to tell him, like, things not talking about prison. Just like, yo, stop putting that energy out. You get money now. Nobody want to live like that. You can't live with 10 security guards forever. The charge he got is a little crazy. He right. He's facing, like, life in prison. And mm-hmm. uh, them people know that he ain't responsible for all the things them people around him was doing. I think he's a good kid, for real, for real, and got caught up in the Internet and trolling and things like that. I think we all said that. You know, I, th- I think he is a good kid. I think he got caught up in trying to make himself mm-hmm. hot, and it worked, and he continued to do it and went too far. And I think he got himself in a dangerous situation that, now, when you hear this, because they have these Takashi 69 wiretaps mm-hmm. uh, between his ex-crew members, and apparently they definitely were threatening him. Now, on this conversation, one of the taps was on Jamel Jones, who is Mel Murda, a former member of 6 ix Inner Circle, who's arrested right now. And this is after the Breakfast Club interview. And during this interview, uh, he's talking to Shadi, and they're talking about the Breakfast Club. They said uh, that Takashi's trying to dry snitch at the same time, but he keeps saying, F Treyway, F that N-word Treyway, ain't no N-word Treyway, F Treyway. And then they said, I'm going to feed him, though. And then they said, yeah, what you doing? Damn, I don't even want to talk on the phone, homie. We got to meet up and talk. And so they're talking about how he's got to get violated, super violated. Ain't no much he could really do unless he run around with 100 armed securities all day. He ain't got enough money for that. That's a fact. He just canceled all his shows. And he ain't a gang member no more. Nah, he ain't nothing. So definitely uh, it seems like they're talking about violating him, feeding him, and all of that. Yeah, and and like I said, a bad situation. You, You started off with them, and then... You try to denounce them, and it's a problem. It's, it's a sticky situation. Mm-hmm. Very sticky. Now, on the bright side of things... Oh, Takashi? <laughs> yeah. What? The Dummy Boy album dropped, and all four the top slots are Takashi. Right. One, two, three, and four. So congratulations to him. He also has uh, eight and nine on the top ten. So that means he has, what, six songs? That's right. On the top ten, so that's a big deal for him. Well, he can make some music. He knows how to make some records. Right, and he also got his girlfriend, even though he was behind bars, a birthday present. He got her a Rolex. 
So she actually posted it and thanked him. Okay. Even though he's not there. His baby mother, right? Yeah, Mm -hmm. taking care of her, Jade. Okay. All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. All right, thank you, Missy. Now, when we come back, donkey of the day. 800-585-1051. Charlemagne's not here today. He's actually in South Africa. He's on his way to Johannesburg, I should say. So if you want to give somebody donkey of the day, phone lines are wide open. 800-585-1051. could be your mama, your daddy, your pappy. It could be your co-worker. It could be Angela Yee. It could be Angela Yee. Whatever it is. Did you just a- say my name twice? I did, because I took my well, name Well, that out. means you need to get it. 800-585- Someone's definitely giving you donkey of the day no, today. No, As a no. matter of fact, let me make sure that 800-585-1051. Call us right now to give donkey of the day. Don't write that. If you want to give somebody donkey of the day, call us now. If you want to make a song request and Envy's not going to play it, you can call up and give him donkey of the day. Stop it, man. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day does not discriminate. I might not have the song of the day, but I got the donkey of the day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, <laughs> hit me with the heat. Uh, yes, yeah, the breakfast club, bitches. Who's Donkey of the Day today? That's right, Charlemagne is not here, so if you want to give somebody Donkey of the Day, phone lines are open, 800-585-1051. Hello, who's this? Uh, JW. What's up, JW? Who you want to give Donkey to, bro? To my mama. Your mama? What'd your mom do? What'd she do? Yeah. Well, she called me a week after Thanksgiving, knowing that I worked on Thanksgiving. Called me, blessed me out because I didn't bring her grandchildren to her Thanksgiving dinner. Well, why you didn't bring your little grandchildren? He was working. I was at work. I was 300 miles away from home. Oh. Was she drinking uh, when she called you? Well, no, because she, she knew I was working. She knew I had to work. She could have took her sorry ass and got in the truck. And Don't call your mama a sorry ass. How old is your mama? Uh, 54. Are you sure she wasn't having a little drink and was feeling a little like, let me call him and curse him out? How you call your mama sorry? She is sorry. You know what? Goodbye. She going to curse you out again. Uh-huh. Hello, who's this? Yo, the name is MG. MG, who you want to give donkey to, bro? Well, first of all, actually, I just want to say good morning to y'all. Good morning, you. Good morning, DJ Envy. Good morning. Good morning. And at the same time, I got to give the donkey the day to DJ Envy, man. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Like, the reason why is because that very, very stupid comment you made this morning, DJ Envy. Which one? Which one? Because there's so I many to choose that. from. That's funny for y'all. F y'all. Go ahead. Okay, DJ. Okay, DJ Envy. Anyway. I'm talking about that stupid comment that you made about the dudes that got to get shot because they were they were doing all these um, streaks of robberies. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, listen, DJ Envy, I 100% understand the feeling. You know, you mad that, you know, people robbed you and et cetera, et cetera. But come on. You, know, you don't equate somebody's life to jewelry or precious artifact or whatever the case may be. Yeah, but if somebody so, yeah, does I, I break say, into your home... I didn't say kill. I said shot in the ass. I said if somebody breaks uh, into my house and tries to rob me and comes in my house with my kids and my family land, I think they should get shot in the ass. No, 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 no. Listen, I get that. I get that. I didn't say kill. A little butt shot. I've been robbed, too. Okay, Envy. So you would give somebody a butt shot? Shut, see? You, see? <laughs> see? Wow. I can't take you guys serious. Somebody's definitely going to break goodbye, into your house. <laughs> Nah, what's up, bro? Hey, what's up, what's up, what's up? Who you want to give donkey to, man? I want to give donkey the day to Donald Trump. Oh, he gets that all the time. Why? Yeah, because if you heard recently how he was sending threats to GM Motors, how he was basically going to shut them down because they was um, shutting down these couple job sites that they had and they was letting go jobs that you quote-unquote worked hard for. All right, no doubt. Cheats! Hey, what's up, baby? How we doing? Good morning. What's up, bro? Who you want to give donkey to? 
I want to give Dog Good Day to Power 105.1, man. They play the same songs over and over all day. Son, come I, on. Do you look, don't like the Goldling joint? I'll give them Donkey, too. Hee-haw. Oh, my God. If I hear Juice World one more time. Uh, you don't like Juice World? A Goldling? I like I it. I used to. I play it over and over and over. Just what do you want to hear? I want to hear some G Herbo. I want to hear some Tory Lanez. Like, it's mad other new music out. I don't know. I don't understand it, man. You How right. about old days? What about uh-huh. Lil Baby Drake? Yes, indeed. Nah, no Drake, no Drake. All right, I got you. Drake coming up next. See, we play what you uh, want, bro. Chill, chill, every chill. All right, man. See, we, we, we here for the people. No? All right. All right, when we come back, ask ye. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, we got you, all right? Now, this is straight up the request line. My man wanted to hear that new Drake and new uh, little baby. Yes, indeed. There you go. It's The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Oh, my goodness. I can't believe I'm on the radio. This is Brittany. Hey, Brittany. What's your question for Yee? So, um, I have a boyfriend that's currently incarcerated. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been with him for about 11 years. Um, we share a son together. Um, he's been in jail for about four years now. Mm-hmm. And I've been dealing with someone else on the, on the, in the meantime. For how long? Uh, for about two years. Okay. We're not official or anything like that. We just kind of mess around. He does not know exactly about my daughter's, uh, my son's father, I'm sorry. Um, but he does know that he's in the picture, not as in the relationship that I have already with him. Mm-hmm. He'll be home in about two to three months, and he's going to be coming back to live with me. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do because I don't want to lose this other person, but at the same time, I don't know. I, I just, I'm confused. So here's what you got to do, babe, Brittany. Just be honest. Tell the guy uh, uh, that you're the side guy that you're not in a relationship with, that you haven't really given him the full picture. Tell him what's going on, first of all, because he deserves to know that. He deserves to know that, you know, this uh, your boyfriend is coming out of jail in a couple of months because that's something that, what if he's going to show up and have flowers on your doorstep and then now... That's what I'm fearful of. Okay, so that's why you have to let him know. Because there's never a future for you two if you're not honest with him right now. So you have to tell them that. And it it might make him be like, I don't know about this, which you have to accept. The thing thing that I'm fearful of, too, is, okay, what if uh, he comes home and I end up wanting to be with him? And you're not going to know that. That's a what if situation that you're going to have to deal with when it happens. But what you need to do is let this side piece guy know what's going on. And when your man does come home, because he is coming home to your house where you live with your child, you need to make sure that things are all clear. Maybe you'll want to still be with him. Maybe you won't, but you're not going to know that until he comes home. Okay. So you're in the right. in the meantime, there's no decision to be made here. But what is what does have to be done is you have to tell this guy that he's coming home. So he's aware. So he knows maybe I don't want to be with you in this situation. Maybe he's going to be horrified that you haven't told him this in two years. Oh my gosh. You're right. Okay, thanks so much. No problem, Britt. All right. Ask Yee, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice, hit it now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Thomas calling from Houston. I would like to talk to Angela uh, Yee. Thomas, yes, what's up? What's your question for Yee? Hey, Yee, I was just checking. Uh, you probably know most. Much love and respect to y'all, Breakfast Club, man. Me and my whole family listen to y'all every single Thank day. Thank you. No doubt, man. But I, I, I listen to y'all. Y'all always got something positive. And y'all, the reason I actually started my little podcast on Anchor 
But the reason why I'm calling is because I'm trying to find out what would you do, man? I'm trying to start, you know, I've been writing a book for about a year now. I'm doing starting this podcast. What, what would you suggest to get, like, try to get off the ground, you know, for the average person? Because, you know, I'm just a regular working Joe, man. But it seemed like the only avenues I can use is Facebook and Instagram. I don't know no different, you know, I have no better insights or something. Well, to I mean, get your podcast like off the ground or your book? or uh, What do you mean? Well, the podcast, I want to, yeah, basically trying to get okay. more listeners and stuff. But, you know. Well, a few different things. Um, how often do you put the podcast out? Well, I only do it. I, I start out every week, and then now I do it like twice. A week, I mean, twice a month or every two weeks. Okay, so is it a specific date and time that it drops? Yeah, well, I do it every third, every other Thursday. Uh, I drop it at like six o'clock in the afternoon, Houston okay. time. All right, so one thing I'll say that's very important when you have something like that is to be consistent and make sure that it comes out when it's supposed to come out so that the people who you do have that are listening, right, are going to be able to get it when they expect it. And also be patient. Sometimes I think we want things to happen really quickly. We want to have this huge audience right away. And if you don't see results, it can get discouraging. And then, you know, a lot Mm -hmm. of people have those growing pains in the beginning, and you should always be listening to it and making sure you figure out ways that you can make it better. Um, Another thing is... Like, what's your podcast about? Because you haven't even said the name of it. And right now you're on The Breakfast Club, and you <laughs> could know, be... right. You're right. You're right. It's uh, the name of the podcast, Let's Talk About It. And uh, uh, mainly focus on relationships and uh, stuff like that, love and things of that nature. I go over a different, you know, situation that I may go through in my marriage or different stuff that, you know, people don't talk about. So, you know, I tapped in. It's, it's something that I've been, you know, dealing with people for, like, pretty much all my life. Now, so, people you know, love discussing stuff. relationships. Do you have guests on there ever? Yeah, I had a couple guests, you know, I mean, uh, just like my friends and stuff like that. Which is great. Good, yeah, it got pretty good response, too. You know, it did. It really did. And, you know, I think most of the, the majority of it is just not, you know, I see a lot of stuff going on. You're like, man, I want to get to that level, you know. But and you got to be patient. I'm, I'm telling you, like, and you have to be consistent. You have to be patient. And you have to work really hard at it. So I will say this. The more guests you have on, that's more of an audience for you. When you bring your friends on and then they tell people, well, I was just on the podcast and they spread the word about it and then they have their friends listening. And you should also make sure you're posting things about it. Go on Facebook Live. Anybody can do that. Go on Instagram right. Live while you're doing those things so you guys can talk about it. Post some of the clips from those live shows on your page. You know, make sure you're asking questions. Let it be something that people feel involved in with these discussions. Post something, you know, where people could weigh in. Do a poll. Do things like that on social media to promote it. But just make sure that you keep at it. Don't get discouraged. And don't think that you're going to be at the level that other people are at right away. Right, right. I appreciate that, man. And, you know, that's a thing, man. And, uh... Your phone sounds terrible now. I don't know what yeah, just your happened. Your phone sounds horrible, bro. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let's talk about it. Ask Yee, 800-585-1051. If you got a question for Yee, you could call her now. We got rumors on the way, Yee? Yes, we're going to talk about Will Smith. What are some of the downsides to his fame? Find out what he has to say. All right. We'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. gossip. With Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Yes, and that's where Charlemagne is right now. Now, Beyonce has penned an open letter to Nelson Mandela in light of the Global Citizens Mandela 100. Mm-hmm. She said, my entire family holds you in high regard. Now, she goes on to talk about first meeting him in 2004 at an AIDS benefit concert in Cape Town. She said, the impact you have had on my life resonates with me today and every day. Your kindness and gratitude for every experience and your ability to forgive are lessons I have learned and will pass on to my three children. 
She goes on to say, as we celebrate the Global Citizen Festival, Mandela 100, honoring your centennial year, I promise you that we have made your dreams our own. Now, one thing I would say, if you haven't been to South Africa, definitely try to make it out I there. I want to go to Cape Town. I haven't been there yet. Oh, man, it's beautiful. It's, it's probably one of the best places I've been. I go twice a year. I really enjoy it, whether it's Johannesburg, whether it's Cape Town, just to see what Nelson Mandela was, was raised and, and the house he grew up in. And uh, it's, it's just so beautiful and amazing. If you ever get a chance, it's a long flight, but you would definitely, definitely love it. It's a nice uh, flight to get a nap on. Absolutely. I slept for 11 hours straight on my flight. Straight. I, I did take a sleeping pill, though. Oh, no. I, I can sleep 12, 13 hours with no sleeping pill. I just knock out. All right. And shout out to Will Smith. You know, everybody's obsessed with his life on social media. Mm-hmm. Well, he actually gave some advice about being famous and what some of the pitfalls are, what he doesn't like about it. And here's what he had to say to his best friend's daughter. The life that I have now is a life that I've always dreamed about. I built and struggled and fought to have it be just like it is. I love being famous. But then there's definitely the other side. I get sued probably 15 times a year. There are absolutely painful aspects of this life. Gotta get my nephew to walk red square. It's just that there's 10,000 people here right now. Wow. Getting sued that many times? Yeah. That sucks. Keep playing around and be how many times you've been sued. A couple, but I ain't like it. I definitely don't like it. All right. Well, when you get as famous as Will Smith, you'll get sued way more. I don't want to be famous. <laughs> I'm retiring. I want to be. I just, yeah, I'm retiring. All right. And I know y'all all love bagels, but there's one person who said he's never had a bagel until for his acting career, he had to eat one. Here's what he had to say. And this is iced tea. On the show, they wanted me to eat a bagel. I said, I don't eat bagels. So, <laughs> but it was in the script. So, you know. I just did it. I, but I acted like I ate it. I didn't eat it. So then I'm uh, on Twitter. Somebody goes, why that kind of bagel? I said, because it was in the script. Then they said, what's your favorite? And I said, I've never had a bagel. And then everybody lost their goddamn mind. Like they, <laughs> they, they, and then I said, I've never eat, had coffee either. So I don't know why that's so hard for people to believe. You know what's crazy? I've never had coffee. I in have, my life. Have never. you ever had an espresso? No. So I sometimes will have an espresso if I'm driving somewhere and say I'm exhausted and I need to stay mm-hmm. up, I will get a little shot of espresso. And it's like such a small shot, but it definitely will perk you up. I've probably had espresso about 15 times in my life, but I've never had coffee either. I never had espresso, coffee. What else that people drink? A cappuccino. Here? Cappuccino. <laughs> I don't even drink tea. A latte. I don't even drink warm tea. Oh, I love tea. I don't drink none of that. I no. drink tea every morning. Uh, you used to drink green tea. Remember I told you to, and they kept making you have to go to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah but that was cold. That was never warm. I could never drink warm tea. Oh, I didn't know you was drinking that green I can't tea even drink. I can't even drink hot pizza. I mean, I eat you, hot pizza. No one can drink hot pizza. I mean, you know what I mean. I can't even eat hot pizza. When I buy a pizza, you I You know what? Put... Let's just moonwalk out of this one because yeah, Envy's right. drinking hot pizza. All, All right. right. You're right. Well, that is your rumor report. I'm Angela Yee. All right, Miss Yee. All right. Up next is the People's Choice Mix. And happy birthday to the game. Today is the game's birthday. So let's start the mix off with some game and get your request in. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.